ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host Ted Weston, along with my crew, OG Will, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, Rep Amy Veronica, the Temptress Witch Ivy, the Executive Nelio Cuomo Costa, the Presenter of the Key, Kevin Key, and the Cuz, Cousin Mike, bring you the best content in wrestling podcasting. It's the indies, it's the pros, it's anywhere you go. Let's jump right in to Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I'm your host, Ted Weston, and uh, my friends, we are going to talk about a lot of things from our personal histories and professional wrestling here on the Rewind Wrestling Radio show here today. Before we get there, make sure you go buy your tickets for Coastal Championship Wrestling, ccwrestlingfl.com slash events. Get all your tickets. Use promo code Amy, A-M-Y, to get 10% off at checkout. Also, head to whatamaneuver.net. Get yourself some merch and uh, help us out. Help us get to WrestleMania 40 just a little bit cheaper. Just a little bit cheaper. Uh, every time you guys help us out, it, it really does tremendously uh, invigorate us and help us bring you some of the best content that we can possibly bring you. So please make sure you go buy your merch. If you are listening on a podcast platform, if you're listening on Sportswire, if you're watching on Roku TV, make sure that you hit us up on social media at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. If you are watching on YouTube, smash that subscribe button, hit that like button, turn on the notifications, make sure you leave us a comment below and uh, make sure you donate to Bryce Guys all that's in our link tree in the description below of every episode my friends let's talk a little bit of wrestling so today we are going to talk about and i've got uh for those of you guys listening on the podcast platforms and uh and on sportswire i've got cousin mike with me here today uh the terrible one cousin mike he always he always makes us think a little bit harder whenever he's on um and then uh we've got the new mouth of the south the heat seeker himself my uh longest reigning partner in crime on the show actually uh because he he actually was there all through all through uh og and cuz's time away from the show tyler has been on the show the longest <laughs> wow reigning defending <laughs> i don't know well I, i'm honored man it's always fun time so uh and and I'm happy to have you guys here with me. Thank you for uh for jumping in with us as usual. Uh let's talk a little bit about our, the moment that made us lifelong wrestling fans, right? We all we all have that moment that made us a lifelong fan. Um and and I think that it's important that every once in a while we remember those because there are times when we fall out of love with professional wrestling, right? Um, we all have those, those down times when we go, listen, this just really isn't really not doing anything for me. I don't, I'm not going to invest nine hours a week in watching a product that I'm not interested in watching. Um, but then we come back and like, we'll turn on the cock and we'll search the cock and, uh, we'll look for a long time at the cock until we find what we're looking for. And, um, and so we will find, you know, that moment from the 80s or the 90s or whatever that made us true marks you know i mean and i just want to point out that i'm not staring at any cock i'll just go on the youtube to find this shit <laughs> you can do a cock all you want that, that was perfect Mike. what a transition <laughs> listen because because is just uh he's not secure with himself all the time and so he uh he feels the need to make sure to let us know that he only watches on the tube but what he's not telling you is that it's red tube so it's okay guys you'll uh you'll make it happen 
let's let's keep moving here <laughs> uh so listen I, i'm gonna i'm gonna kick things off because because for me becoming a wrestling fan was different uh one of the people for being responsible for making me a wrestling fan is on the show with me tonight in cuz um for those of you that don't know we call cousin mike cousin mike because he is legitimately my cousin and uh we grew up like like brothers yeah every friday and saturday night we spent together pretty much for our whole like middle school and beginning of high you know beginning of high school because our parents all worked in the uh the same restaurant together and we you know we got to pretty much just chill every uh every weekend and cuz helped get me into wrestling along with uh my other cousin on the other side of my family uh and um I, I just, you know, I was like a casual wrestling fan for a long time. Like I always like watched with, with cuz, um, whenever he would be like, Oh, we have to watch this. Or like, if I would go to the movie store, because back then for all you young kids out there, there used to be movie stores that you would go to. Uh, so you would go to like a blockbuster or an LA video and you would go and you would rent a cassette tape, right. Called a VHS. And this, this VHS would be about this big and this wide and yeah, about that wide. And, uh, and you would, you would put it into this machine called your VCR and you would, uh, you would hit play and it would show you the movie. Right. Well, in every, you know, in every video store, there was the wrestling section and you could go and get the pay-per-view that had just come out two months ago would be finally be in the video store and you could go rent that. And that was your original on demand folks. That was it. That's how you did it. Right. Um, and so whenever I would go to the video store with my dad, I'd be like, Oh, I, I want to watch this one. I'd pick up like WrestleMania eight. Cause they would have it there. Right. Um, you know, so, so I had, I, I have a lot of moments that I love about professional wrestling and, and, I got into professional wrestling as a casual fan. I fell in love with it and became a lifelong fan um, in middle school. And and the way that that really happened for me, um, in middle school, there were a lot of kids that uh, I just didn't get along with. You know, I ran with a with a, a different crowd, and um, I was a. Uh, I was not the most popular guy in the world. Imagine that me with my attitude, not being the popular guy. Right. Um, but, but I was, I was, you know, I had my friends and we all kind of hung out and we all watched wrestling, but it wasn't like our, li our living and breathing. But one of the most popular kids in the class um, in my class was, was super into it. And I remember that being the first conversation I had with him was about wrestling. And I was, that's where we found our common ground. And by the end of our eighth grade year, um, he and I were super tight. He and I, he and I, like he went, he came to my graduation party. Um, we hung out that whole summer before our freshman year of high school, like off and on, like we would, you know, we would go and, and hang out and like hang out with the, the people from our, from our school and stuff like that. Um, and, and we just, we had a good time and, that all sparked from that moment. Um, and so the moment that that was though, the thing that we were talking about was WrestleMania 15. And that's the last time that WrestleMania was in Philadelphia. 
neither of us had gotten to go. Um, and being at the same school, we both went to the same video store. And when we went to the video store to go grab WrestleMania 15, okay, neither of us could get it because everyone kept taking it. We were very frustrated that we didn't get to watch WrestleMania 15 because our parents didn't order us pay-per-views in middle school. Are you kidding me? That that that, that stuff didn't happen. Okay. No, my parents weren't paying 40 bucks for a wrestling show for anything. The very first pay-per-view I ever got to watch was after, right after I left middle school. It was SummerSlam 2002, and I had to pay for that with my own money, and my two friends went in on it with me and came and watched it at my house. Um, but they all we all put in our money, and like we all like worked our little jobs and put in our money so that we could finally order a pay-per-view. That was the first time I ever ordered a pay-per-view. Um, but I remember uh, WrestleMania 15 being the thing that he and I talked about. And then we got to bond over Stone Cold versus The Rock in the coming years after WrestleMania 15. Um, because obviously that was a highlight for the next couple of years. Um, and that was the golden era of wrestling. You know, that was the golden era of wrestling. That's that's Monday Night Wars. That's, you know, it's right in that that time zone of where people my age became fans. But it wasn't because of a match. It wasn't because of a particular superstar or wrestler. It was because of the relationships I was able to form with the people around me that we bonded over the same thing. And then we found out later that we were both Eagles fans and we found out later that we both liked baseball, you know, and, and it steamrolled from there, but I was able to develop that relationship and move forward, um, which I, I hadn't been able to do prior to that. So that's why I fell in love with, uh, with professional wrestling. That's the moment that made me fall in love with it um, was that kind of connection that I made with people and I'm still doing it now. You know, that's, that's how I met Jolton Joe. That's how I met Tyler. That's how I met Nellio. That's how I met Amy and Angela. And, you know, um, that's how I reconnected with key, you know, key and I went to high school. We didn't hang out in high school. <laughs> we went to the same high school. We graduated the same year. We didn't hang out in high school is, you know, we were Facebook friends for the longest time because we didn't like hate each other. And then, you know, we both had podcasts. He had a sports podcast. I had a wrestling podcast and we were like, Oh, we both have podcasts. Cool. Oh, you like wrestling too awesome. You should come on my show sometime. And now he just didn't go away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like key is just here with us forever now, you know? So, um, you know, that's, that's, that's why I fell in love with wrestling. That's, that's what it is for me. So, uh, I'm going to turn it over to you guys. I'm sure you guys probably have something like more wrestling specific. So I didn't want to end the show with the sappy moment. So that's why I started with, uh, that's why I wanted to kick off with mine, but I'll, I'll turn this over to you guys. Uh, and uh, I don't know whoever wants to go first here, uh, Tyler, because one of you guys go. I'm, I'm good with whoever. Yeah, I mean, I, I can go uh, real quick. Yeah, rock, paper, scissors. There you go, Mike. Uh, it's kind of similar to your experience, Ted. It was, um, you know, the 1990s. It was uh, the Monday Night Wars, WCW. Sting was getting into the Crow character, and it was the NWO and mm -hmm. DX on the other channel. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Mr. McMahon, and Bischoff was doing kind of mm -hmm. a similar deal with, with the New World uh, Order and Hogan turning heel. But it just uh, we would actually have the Nitro parties, not to the, you know, the extent that you'd see on WCW TV, but me and my friends – thought we were real cool and of course they were the cool kids I, I was kind of the odd man out too i 
I tried to, to be the popular guy, but never was. I was uh, always kind of more of the nerd. So it, it was those experiences that uh, really shaped my fandom. And, and getting to go to house shows, you know, you talked about uh, them coming to Philadelphia, the Macho Man and Ric Flair. I, I mean, I, I got to see Ric Flair get his trunks pulled down, too, a lot of occasions in East Tennessee there growing up. Uh, so it was just a lot of fun uh, recollections of uh, some good times. And, and like you said, you connected with friends. Uh, really, I mean, you said a lot of similar things that I'll just relay that were very important to me, too. It's just making that bond. And, uh, and you know, that, that's why I'm on this podcast. That's, and it's uh, led to other opportunities thanks to this podcast. So I, I have to say that and, and want you all to know that, how important you are. And I value this friendship with the Rewind family. And uh, th that's all I'm going to add. I'm going to uh, throw it over to Mike because, you know, I think it is more of a moment. I, I can remember uh, going to the video store too, WrestleMania 3, because I had to go back. I, I got to admit, my fandom mm -hmm. didn't start till mid to late 90s, so I had to go back to the 80s and Hogan and Andre. But that's some of the, uh, the great highlights there. So, Mike, I, I'm going to let you go, my friend. This is kind of a touchy subject for me because – when I was a kid, my dad was never really around, and I lived in like a kind of like boarding home with my mom. I didn't have much, and the person that owned the boarding home, her son, who was really good to me when I was a kid, and pretty much was my father figure, and I remember him having a real bad issue with his heart, and every Sunday I would go grocery shopping with him just to make sure that he was all right, even though, like, he could have done the grocery shopping by himself and everything like that. And he had the bootleg cable box for, like, pay-per-view for everything. So anytime there was a pay-per-view, I would go and spend time with him and watch the pay-per-views. And, I mean, I watched everything, every WCW pay-per-view, every WWE pay-per-view. Uh, the only ones I didn't watch were ECW, and it's just, to be honest, like, I wasn't really too big on ECW. Like, as much as, like, I liked their regular TV show, I didn't really watch their pay-per-view. So, my earliest memory of wrestling was, was it eight or nine when they had the outdoor stadium where... Hmm... Hogan and Barber versus Ted DiBiase and IRS. And it was after, like, a year after Barber was out because his face got peeled off. Let me, uh, let me fact check that for you. Keep going. And I just remember that WrestleMania being, like, ridiculous because it was outdoors. I remember... Bobby the Brain Heenan being on like a camel backwards or something like that. Right. And it was like the first mania that I think JR called. It was WrestleMania so it was 9. Mania 9. And I just remember the entire pay per view being ridiculous and like awesome and, awesome and everything like that. And I also remember at the end of the Hogan match, like they lost. I don't know if they lost or if they won by like count out or something like that. So they didn't win the tag titles, but ended with them ripping open the briefcase and throwing the money out to everybody. And then 
I remember somehow, some way, Hogan ended up with the title. And, like, a lot of people were talking about how it was, like, real politicky that he had the title and that he wasn't over with fans. And, and bullshit. Like, when I was a kid, I freaked the fuck out. Hmm. Maybe with the adults, but, like, I just... Just... Yeah, that that moment, man. I mean, and and listen, we all have this similar story of human connection because of this, you know. I just miss him so much. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think that's a big part of why now, because like whenever there's a pay per view that we want to watch, we always end up watching together. Like we never we never end up you know just like watching the show on our own we always end up just watching highlights if 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 we're not going to watch it together at this point because we do you know that's you know that's that's part of of that relationship that that we've built because of that now um he's been dead for about a year and like two months now mm -hmm. and yeah yeah you know what we should do? The next time we you win the Pepe Silva championship, you should pick your favorite pay-per-view that you like to watch with him, man. I think that'd be a cool tribute to him. You guys yeah, are going to hate it, but it's... Uh, I remember it vividly. So get ready to watch Sid Vicious break his fucking leg. Oh, yeah! I remember... <laughs> Because we both were watching it, and our first reaction when like leg was like, "Oh shit!" And then <laughs> when, because like remember the third guy in the match had the mask on the entire, time. and then they had to unmask him because of the the match going sideways, and it turned out to be Road Warrior Adam Animal. Yeah, and, like me and both <laughs> looked at each other, and we're like, what "The fuck, that's stupid." <laughs> Oh yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect, man. If the next time you win, we're watching that pay per view, hands down, hands down. I think that'd be a great. I think that'd be a great tribute, man. And like, like I said, we watched every WCW pay per view, and I love that era of WCW that a lot of people talk shit on because mm -hmm. we were like, what, six, seven months into a Triple H train. And Triple H had already had the belt like three or four times. Austin had already had it three or four times. So I was burnt out already on those guys, even though it was those guys hitting their prime. And I wanted to see new guys. And I remember not just the match where Steiner beat, um, beat Sid because he broke his leg. Right. I still remember Steiner winning the world title in the, the cage match. Mm -hmm. And I also remember Booker T getting his first world title because if you go back and watch that pay-per-view, mm -hmm. it was supposed to be a mystery guy taking on... What the hell's his name? Um, Jeff Jarrett. Right. It was supposed to be a mystery, but they played like five seconds of Booker T's music by accident and spoiled it. Yep. Yep. See, Craziness. I like going back and, and reviewing those kind of shows because, you know, I have to go back to I, I forget so much that it happened even watching it. At one point, like, they were hot potatoing the title so much that it was exciting. 
And it was at one point, Vito was actually like a credible guy that they thought that they were going to put it on. And so was Chuck Palumbo. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was my favorite era yeah, of wrestling. It's a shame, you know, like, Sean O'Hara was another guy. That was another yeah. guy that, you know, went too soon. I mean, that had a lot of talent. It was weird, though. Like, he was a good hand and everything like that. But, like, in terms of, like, talking on the mic, I just couldn't get behind him. Hmm. Yeah, there's a reason why he uh, he and Mark Jindrak didn't make the cut for uh, Evolution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you had to have that uh, certain skill. Jindrak, oh, my God. Have you seen the video? Because he sticks out like a sore thumb. I know, he's man. He's got, like, Randy Orton had the Randy Orton haircut, but his was, like, Randy Orton to the extreme. Yeah. But also with, like, these giant bulky ears and huge, like, forehead. Yep. Yep. He's got a five head for sure. Well, listen, uh, you know, these, these are really fond memories and, um, and I'm, I'm so glad that we had the opportunity to talk about it and we get to talk to our audience about it a little bit. I want to know more about our audience's fall in love with wrestling moment. Uh, so if you're, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit us in the comments, let us know the moment you fell in love with professional wrestling. If you'd rather DM it to us, go ahead and DM it to the rewind Twitter. Uh, at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Maybe I'll take a couple of those stories and um, and we'll do a When I Fell, When I Fall in Love segment at the at the end of a couple of episodes and we'll read a couple of of, uh, of people's When They Fell in Love with Wrestling stories. Um, you know, let us know. Let us know your thoughts, guys. So hit us up on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Rewind Podcast. Uh, hit us in the comments below. Make sure you're listening across all the platforms. Continue to buy merch. Continue to do everything you do to support us. And uh, we can't thank you enough for being with us each and every week. So please keep on keeping on. We will catch you guys next time right here on Rewind Wrestling Radio. 